0: Hello and welcome to the top of the slag pile. I'm Finn and I'll be your host of sorts this evening. So, outside of slang, slag refers to residue from the process of smelting, a method used to separate metal from raw ore. In British slang, however, slag refers to a worthless or objectionable person. With me tonight are Eric Cabbage and Will Brown. How are you doing, chaps? Hello.
1: Why is Eric a Eric and Cabbage. We established that towards the end of the last episode when you had full pork brain. Yeah, you you were... On the poop deck.
0: Yeah, you're almost overboard, some would say. (laughs) I'm looking at you right now, it's glorious. Thank
2: you. I blend in with the curtains. It's nice.
0: (laughs) At least we
1: can tell the difference between what's you and what's Shadow. I just sort of disappear. (laughs) It's... It, it's the one positive. It's like I've been green screened and, uh, and below the nose it just falls <laughs> away. Just Occasionally there's a flash of
0: teeth and that's, that's it.
2: A flash of teeth, a, a fl- terrifying phrase. A
0: flash of teeth below the nose.
2: Feels like a David Bowie lyric that.
0: It does actually, doesn't it? Yeah. He was a creepy guy.
2: <laughs> a flash of teeth below the nose <laughs> Always in the darkness <laughs> The teeth Below the nose,
1: <laughs>
0: my beard
1: falls away from me. I think we could quite easily be a, a cover band, even if we could at least write new songs for him.
2: Yes, gentlemen, get out your finest
0: crack cocaine and we'll have a crack at it. <laughs> so close to doing that, all this up.
2: <laughs> I feel like you have to be on something to be able to produce a David Bowie song. I just don't think that it, you. it's... To, for it to be good and a David Bowie song, it has to, you have to have some sort of external input.
1: I think I could do it on minor sleep deprivation.
2: That's a good point. It is kind of a euphoric thing when you've stayed up for 24 hours get, and then you sort you yourself with like bright senses. Mm. I remember that Ryan Air flight on the way back from Madrid after being up for 24 hours <laughs> and being in the middle seat on that bright yellow plane. Ah, I was ready to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I was I had no knee space my eyes were assaulted by the colors and we were sat in that chair for an additional hour that I was not prepared for and quite frankly I was not impressed or happy.
1: <laughs> Lack of and, uh, food's another one. I did a 48 hour fast once and you start to lose your mind yeah at least I do like I'm sure there are people that can just sort of handle that but I cannot I like eating. I don't think
0: I've ever been been that close naturally. Well, all I can really say is I think to get the sound of Bowie, if you sit in a bath that's quite nice and warm, and then you you keep talking until it starts going just a bit too cold, you you get that kind of like half shiver that you you kind of need to talk like him or to sing like him. Um, but but I probably would need some kind of I probably would need some kind of narcotic in order to actually think of the things he did. So all we
1: need then to to recreate David Bowie is a sleepy Will, a hungry Eric, and Finn in the bath. Going then, cold. I'm
2: not gonna lie to you. That stage performance will be very weird. <laughs> I like the idea that you've got your set of drums above, like on a little rack on the bathtub. You're just like fully submerged in the tub for the whole thing. And you're just like giving it beans in the bath on the stage. It's full of water still. It has to be sloshing everywhere. Of each- yeah. Also, every performance is part of the contra
1: it's also live uh, writing from me and Will, so it's just Finn in the bath and Will, and I on either side of him whispering lines into his ears <laughs> <laughs> uh, the llama went to the
2: butcher's <laughs> shop <laughs> so you're out, crazed out your mind hungry. I've been up for the last 48 hours and so can't see straight, and we're just whispering sweet nothings into the ears of a naked man in a bathtub on a stage playing drums. I mean, I never said he was naked.
1: That's that's That was your addition, Will.
2: Oh, I just assumed it would be weird if you are in the tub not naked. We'll have bubbles, don't worry. Okay. I think in It'll that be...
1: context, maybe it wouldn't be
2: that weird. <laughs>
0: really?
1: I think if you're on stage, it's okay to have clothes on. Mm, not in my
0: contract. <laughs> You just keep adding things to your contract. You don't really, you don't have to do that well, it's fine, no, I insist. <laughs> <laughs> any live stage so I'll be naked, don't you worry. <laughs> we weren't worried. I, d- I, d- I didn't want that, actually.
1: <laughs> Is there any nudity? Can there be? <laughs> can there be nudity?
0: I can see you, Will Brown.
2: Don't look at my shame.
0: People have mandibles.
2: Oh, God. I remember someone saying structure was a thing for this.
0: I feel hmm. like we've got, we I feel, possibly have some structure. We, I could do a segment. Shall we do a segment? We could do a segment. Let's do a segment. Let's do, let's do a nice, easy one. Let's, let's do one that will hopefully promote uh, Will's uh, portable brain uh, to some <laughs> extent, anyway. First of all, I, I, I'll, I'll go in and say... Throughout history, uh, written correspondence has been paramount uh, in communication and miscommunication. Um, but it's the latter that I'm really concerned with right now. So uh, taking one word each, uh, could you please compose a letter from an irate gritter to the local council on the state of the gritting paraphernalia that he has to work with? So the way this is going to work uh, is is basically um, Eric would say, dear. Uh, will would say sir and then you would continue taking one word each writing this letter out and we we see where it goes and and how far from the actual subject it gets um how does that sound okay we can we, we can try it
2: i will get lost but okay yeah, that's kind
0: of the point but um i'm looking forward to seeing you know A
2: gritter, so grit, just to I'm on the correct path. No, let's not get you
0: on the correct path to start with. Let's just
1: (laughs) see how we try and talk about different things, because you're not sure what a gritter is.
2: (laughs) Sure. I hope it's not a euphemism, and I hope I know what it is. (laughs) Dear Mr Bond, I love grit, but I cannot grit under these Conditions Most Paraphernalia For Me Must Be Above A Certain Agenda <laughs> Excuse me Pardon me I'm recording a thing with Eric That's okay It'll make the edit Ta-ra. Where were we with the grit and
1: the paraphernalia And my agenda <laughs> that, Your agenda is where we just left it there <laughs> Everything must be above your agenda,
2: yeah. What? <laughs> uh, I say? I'll say
0: that at any, at any point, one of you could say full stop, and the next one has to start a new sentence until we eventually oh. get tired of this, and you can just say yours. Oh, I thought I sincerely. like the idea
2: that you have to read this all back at the end with all of the correct punctuation.
0: I thought there'd already been a
1: full stop at one point.
0: I, th- I think uh, I, you know you can you can force one. I think you know. There, there okay, there definitely has been full stops already. I, I'm not going to dictate. You know,
1: okay, I'm going to full stop at the end of agenda. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to throw that one back to you, the old Udo reverse card on that one. Yeah,
1: I'm going to say full stop.
2: So, what are we up to? Agenda. Must be above a certain agenda.
1: Full stop. Quite surprisingly, your trousers
2: don't fit in with my
1: agenda. Agenda. Full stop.
2: <laughs> so, now take them down and... <laughs> Kick them aside, comma <laughs> and look at the floor. Full
0: stop. If, if we can, if we can just round the letter off there, I think I think we're I think we're pretty much there. I think we're pretty much there. I, w- I okay. was
2: really trying to get Eric to, to use the word window, <laughs> and I was really hoping that we could then say, now look at the window. <laughs> I am there. <laughs>
1: semicolon finish.
0: <laughs> oh, it wasn't that riveting. I think that went fairly well.
1: Well I told you not to touch it. it
0: gives me warm warm tinglies.
2: I didn't touch it! I didn't touch it.
0: I remember uh, anger rising me when I when I saw what your topic was. Um, oh. that's because I, I thought Will had said it, so I thought, what the hell is he gonna say? Um, what? Yeah. You were angry because you thought Will had come up with the topic that I put I, I, I read The Lady Who Swallowed the Fly in a very soft, Geordie accent and I thought, what the hell could he possibly <laughs> be wanting to talk about and Speaking of which, Will, Corn-Demic would you, would you like to <laughs> Oh,
2: oh yeah <laughs> 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 On that note, Corn-Demic uh, Not as weird as you think it's going to be Basically um, when <laughs> In Sainsbury's there's the section of like What's it called? The um, international section. And in the international section, you can buy these roasted corn and slightly salted corn. It's literally like, you know, corn on the cob, but they've taken all the, the bits off the cob and they've roasted them in the oven in palm oil and salt. <laughs> and then they've just put them in a bag and you can get a whole bag for a pound. And I was sitting there just munching on me corn all day. And then the guy opposite this just goes, Why the hell does it smell like popcorn? I'm like, mmm, corn, and then offer it to him, and he tries a bit and then realises it's very Moorish, which is kind of a problem. And so I've made it my quest to basically just try and get as many people in the office to try the corn so that they then go, oh yeah, actually, I'll have a bag next time. <laughs> and I managed to get two, at least two other people and myself all eating corn in the office. <laughs> and so you just walk around and you just hear this really crunchy corn sound. the whole place would just stink of corn which actually had a second um, positive, which would be the fact that we've got a slight problem with health and safety at my work due to the fact that there's various uh, toxic adhesives and leaded solder that gets used on a daily basis and there is not adequate ventilation so, to prove the point if the entire office smells like corn, (laughs) then they'll quite easily (laughs) cotton on to the fact that there's not very good ventilation, so the corn had two purposes, and also I enjoyed the fact that I managed to get like a good chunk of the office eating corn.
1: So it was kind of a protest move.
2: <laughs> Slightly. It was a protest, but also a uh, test to see if I could be a trendsetter.
1: <laughs> Turns out, no. I think that might be but. some of the first corn-related industrial action.
0: I like the fact that um, the, the heady scent of lead-based solder isn't enough for them. It has to smell of corn and then they'll, f- then well, they'll think I'll oh, hang on we need to put some windows in guys
2: it's a subtle yet potent protest <laughs> on a maize based diet and i think really it, it's uh, it's worked, and uh, i expect that we will be having repercussions within the next couple of weeks
0: is is the corn popped it's not from what i'm understanding it's just it's no, just the no, kernels. No,
2: it's, it's it's just, it's just, it's kernels, but it's like not the stuff that you'd put in a popcorn machine. It's just standard corn, just straight off the cob, roasted, and then it goes straight into you. That sounds good, actually. And it's literally three ingredients. There's palm oil, salt, and maize, mm. and that is it. But it is not good for you. There is too much salt. And palm oil. Palm oil is palm pretty bad for you, isn't mm. it? Yeah, I, I really it's... should have changed the topic to palm oil because I have no idea how bad that is for the environment or me, but it the uh, Orangutans
0: is to... as well. I think the orangutans are particularly... Uh, they really hate palm oil. Palm. Yeah, they,
2: yeah. <laughs> My ginger brethren. <laughs> I've wronged you with my corn.
0: So for it to be a corn-demic, uh, you spread this around further in your workplace. Um, it's at least endemic to your area of, of living, I suppose. Is everyone eating corn.
2: No, I, I very much was just the the young impressionable staff that I managed to get on board with this. <laughs> these, these
0: two, <laughs> these two sweat, these two sweaty, friendless nerds that you work with. And say, hey, Will's cool. Let's eat corn like him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the
2: image that I wish to paint of these people. Thank you very much, as that is not what they are. Maybe if we eat corn How like Will, have...
1: Will, we'll fit in. <laughs> yeah.
2: I am the new person. (laughs) I have tried to thrust myself into the office environment in the only way I know possible. And may that or may that not be through corn-related products.
0: That is. I think corn is better than thrusting (laughs) if you want to get on with people at work. (laughs) Yeah, I think if you're going to be
1: thrusting at work, well, then corn first is all right.
0: Thank you. Don't thrust into the sweaty
1: I
2: mean, it depends on the work environment personally and what you're trying to get out of it, but (laughs) I take your point on board. (laughs) And I shall... Possibly stop peddling my corn
0: and start thrusting.
2: <laughs> start thrusting. So,
0: um I, I mean, are, are you corned out? Would you like any closing remarks on the corn demic?
2: Not really. If honest with you, I, I regret bringing it up. <laughs> but other than that, uh, yeah, go corn.
0: I can't think of anything worse than a corn snack that is just the hard bits of corn. It's not the hard it's the, that's, bits, though. It's, it's
1: the soft, nice corn bits. It's not the kernel. It's the soft,
2: nice corn bits that have been dried to within an inch of their life with oil and salt. It still sounds pretty tough. It's more it's crunchy.
1: Cr- than it would tough. be crunchy, wouldn't it? If you get the the yeah. nice, so you cook a sweet corn. And um, forget the whole cob thing. Forget that. Just imagine if you've imagine if you've got if imagine if you've got a tin of sweet corn and you just cook it. It's just all soft and sweet corny. But then you, as will you you crisp it up and kind of batter it, I guess. Got some, something really,
2: on it. You just kind of give, give it a good jostle in some palm oil and salt mm. and slap it on a tray, stick it in the oven for three days on 100, and Bob's your uncle. You've got yourself some lovely corn based product.
0: I'd no, say no, no, no. Uh, Eric's hypothetical uh, or his imagination regarding hypothetical corn-based scenarios is very impressive, because I couldn't get there. All I can think of is the horrible bits at the bottom of a packet of popcorn, and I'm like, that's horrible.
1: I I do have um, an acute talent for imagining the the life cycle of different corn products.
0: That's on the CV. Can you you give us another example, please? Well...
2: It, your your creativity knows no bounds. Another product, sir. Another. Well,
1: <laughs> there's the there's the other ones, isn't there? There's the because you got the soft ones, and That's then true, the, yeah. what that. we talked about just then. Yeah. You got yeah. those ones, That's and nice. then uh, you got the uh, the other ones, the hard the hard bits that explode. A multitude of sins covered
0: there. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank, thank you for a
2: scoop. Yeah, there's
0: the two types of sweet corn. You got
2: corn. popcorn, you got <laughs> corn on a stick, you got corn on the cob, you got fried corn, roasted corn, corn on a sandwich, <laughs> corn in a can, corn smell.
1: Corn oil.
2: Corn oil is a personal favorite, put it in your your smellers, smell like a Beautiful cob the whole day.
1: Good thing about corn oil. You can use it to cook your corn. And then your
0: corn <laughs> will taste like corn. Well, when I was young, all we done had was corn oil. We done drunk it. We done slept down it. You can make
2: corn beer. Corn wine. Corn shine's <laughs> a personal favorite.
0: Corn on a crawdad.
2: Corn on a crawdad.
0: And we had
1: corn milk for the little ones.
2: Corn milk goes well in those white girl lattes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I apologise.
0: You made it weird.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, made it weird? It was already weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, go corn. I'm going to shit.
2: There's love, and that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. Mm. Hmm... So i've been I've, I've sort of having a look recently on on the internet uh about I think it's basically because it's like a leftover thing in my head from being an events person at a university where you're just endlessly scrabbling for ideas uh about various events for which there's no demand but it's your job so you have to do it um and one of the things that was on my mind was every day is the international or national day of something um so today for instance you, you may not know but today is is national possibly international, Susan B. Anthony Day. Congratulations, everyone. Today is National Singles Day for an obvious reason. It's the 15th of February. Um, Also, National Saint Skeletor Day. I don't know what that means, but I love it. Um, (laughs) But I I was kind of wondering, uh, is there any kind of thing that you don't think is represented in a national or international day? And and what do you think today should be, um, aside from um, the ones mentioned and, of course, National Gummy Drop Day? That's because it's also that today, apparently.
1: I think people have forgotten the Saint's Days. Because that used to be just how people told the date once upon a time. They wouldn't say it's like the the fourth of whatever. They'd be like, oh yeah, it's it's two days to St. Crispin's Day. And everyone would know. It's St. Crispin's minus two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everything was just T minus Crispin. (laughs) Back then. None of this countdown to Christmas, it's countdown this to is Crispin. Also how you
0: cook the corn as well, <laughs> T minus Crispin.
1: <laughs> but it, was, it just sounds nicer back then, that every day has its own like, name, and each one has its own tradition, or basically just like a type of meal that you're supposed to eat, uh, which that I'm. Sh- that's most of the rules, because it's all religious, so it's just don't eat nuts or something.
0: No eating nuts on St. Shriven's Day. Yeah, uh,
1: wow. St. Digby. Uh, no almonds for you. That's quite a specific one. Um, Said like that. Remember, the whole <laughs> no, no almonds for you. That's that's in May. The whole month of May is just different nuts that you're not supposed to eat. So to be honest, so you're better off writing off nuts for the whole of May just to play it safe. Otherwise, you, get, you might get your days okay. mixed up.
0: Are there 31 nuts that you can avoid? Not
2: in the 1300s. though, <laughs> wasn't, <laughs> unless you lived in Brazil or South America. However. <laughs> It was mostly just alternating between hazel, walnut, and chest.
0: As opposed to Brazil, where they just had Brazil nuts. They were worse off than we were.
2: Well, I imagine they had more tropical things over in those parts of the world. Like
0: Brazil nuts. The only nut they had. <laughs> if there's more than
1: one nut, you end up with regional nuts. And there's, there's there's no regional nuts for Brazil. It's just Brazil. We've got all kinds all kinds of nuts in the UK. That's why you get Lincolnshire nuts. You get uh, East Riding of Yorkshire nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get wil- conflating nuts and cheese. You get, uh, you get your Wiltshire nuts. They're Brighten- horrible. Don't eat Wiltshire nuts. Brighten up on Hove nuts. You've got the uh, Greater Manchester nuts, uh, but they're they're poisonous to dogs, so be aware of that. Uh, yeah, there's it's a nut for every county, and the nuts also they go with the county county name changes. They the nuts get updated. So in the seventies, it was just chaos in supermarkets with the nut labels because there was that whole. Um, there was that whole dividing up of county councils with uh, metropolitan councils. It was it was a whole thing. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, the, the Lancaster and Fleetwood nuts only a recent thing.
1: I've got a real hankering for South Umberside nuts, but I haven't had that since '96. <laughs> don't exist anymore. Can't get them. Can't get them. North Lincolnshire nuts
0: now taste like dog shit. <laughs> So we've got, we've got Eric's answer there. I mean, quite clearly, he feels very strongly about Nuts. Um, and quite possibly the changing of county lines. I'm not entirely uh, <laughs> sure where, where the strong feelings are. Uh, I may, well, if, well I come
1: from a, a, a sort of uh, a county in flux, so I, I struggle with my sense of identity.
0: Bollocks, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> Which county in flux do you hail from, sir? Well,
1: when I was born, it was uh, South Humberside and, and...
0: I, I see we've always... so yeah, the, the entire knowledge of the of the county names and and uh, areas changing we've already touched on this being that south umberside has, has come up already. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: it but it didn't always used to be south umberside it was uh, not long before that it was just lincolnshire i think just in that big old bracket and uh
2: it, well, it managed to to recede from the Lincolnshire County, yeah, and then it, it was, was gobbled up by the North it, Lincolnshire
1: it, County. Well, no, it was gobbled up by Humberside, and then East Yorkshire people started rioting, or not quite rioting, but they got a bit angry. <laughs> I, th- I think someone, dr- I think someone drew on a sign. More than one person wrote a letter. I'm sure of that. More than one person wrote a letter, and because oh, um, <laughs> because th- they <laughs> the weren't prices. happy being lumped in with people south of the river, like uh, Grimsby, and that. <laughs> Which is fair enough, but if you come from Hull, you know there, you know, you can't uh, get too picky, can you, who you're associated I heard, I
0: heard, with? I heard there was a in the centre of Hull. There's just a hole. There's just a crater. Is that what that's, that's, was that's true?
1: That? I've walked. Pa- I've walked past that not too long ago.
0: It's, that a genuine uh, thing. The hole. There is just there is just a, a thing in the middle. It's not a deep hole. Oh, the,
2: the whole crevice. I believe it's just. It's, it's
0: it's just like
1: a weird bit of waste ground in the middle. I don't I don't know what they were going for with that, to be honest. It was, uh, Is it easy it's just desirable? like you're in the middle of a, an industrial sort of city, there's shops and that, and then there's just a bit that, I don't know, it's like it's been forgotten. I don't know, maybe there's some sort of land dispute that can't get settled, and it's just been like that for ages.
0: I, mean, I, I still kind of like that idea, because it's very, very British and sort of kind of pathetic. But I was hoping that it was just a void.
2: I, I, I want you to all be fully aware that Hull was the 2017 City of Culture. I am
0: well aware of that, and that's yeah, bullshit. shoved down my throat by some people from Hull. Yeah.
2: The whole Hull was was definitely put there in 2017. All
1: they, all they did was decorate the city with some colourful toads. That's all they
0: did. I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: I think they're doing something like that right now in Newcastle. Because I keep driving past this weird man with a large nose that's outside of my local Greg's, and I don't know what it's about. And I'm assuming it's about the Winter Olympics, but I don't know, and I've not researched are you sure it. It's not just- but I drive past him every single day, and he's just appeared. And it's it's like, you know, those plasticine men from Art Attack, originally. Oh, yeah. He's just got those kind of proportions, I I just, but with a really I big was gonna nose. I going to say,
0: are you sure he's not just got a bit of a drinking problem? <laughs>
2: Oh no, it's it's obviously a statue, it's not a real man, it's just permanently set outside of Greg's.
0: Hey, I've really been there.
2: But <laughs> I mean, I know it's Newcastle, okay? And many people may do that just to get a free pasty. But however, this is this is certainly a statue.
0: With his bulbous nose and his single tooth.
2: Well, he's got a very odd pattern on him as well. I'm assuming it's in support of Great Britain in some way. Sorry, it's side tangent done. <laughs> what were we talking about? Days. Days. Yes, I prefer the day of the cruciferous vegetable.
0: Someone's done some qu- some quick googling there.
2: <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> so tell us Will, what's a cruciferous vegetable?
2: Cruciferous vegetable? Yeah. I've no idea. But it's a fun word and I'm assuming that broccoli and most greens are involved in it.
1: What makes you say that? Come on, give yeah, us give us your logic.
0: You go- are they are they not, not bro- broccoli? Are they not brassicas. Is that not the are They brassicas. Is that the fancy veg name for them. Cruciferous vegetable.
2: Many it, broccoli is a cruciferous vegetable. I'm not
1: saying it wasn't. I just wanted to know you're working. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, bak choy, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, collard greens. We, we didn't. And arugula. We never
0: asked for a if list. We didn't ask for a list. We asked for your for your re- what's your working out. Yeah.
2: Personally, I just like the idea that everyone has to celebrate it, and it's the most arbitrary thing I could think of. I see. I, and see. I just like the idea that all cafeterias only serve cruciferous vegetables on cruciferous vegetables. So day.
1: you're in favour of enforced
0: national holiday days. Yes. So, yeah, so Eric's kind of more the, the traditionalist, the, the pure national day conser- conservative, <laughs> going back to T-minus <laughs> T- shrivens, and then you're here enforcing brassicas on us.
2: Yeah, exactly. But, and then everyone would learn to appreciate things a little more.
0: Or at least <laughs> cruciferous vegetables.
2: Exactly. And, and then you'd learn that you should definitely be eating more of them based on your bowel movements the following day. How often
0: do you eat a cruciferous vegetable?
2: Rarely. <laughs> Poorly, quite frankly. I should have more of them in my diet.
0: That's the kind of thing a national day would help. I get yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. See? see I to
2: be honest with you, the the thing I'm I'm not big a big fan of all of these national days is that realistically they feel like they're just giving away willy nilly. And if they were like more selectively chosen and then everyone was forced to celebrate them, or at least like it was kind of more universally done, then you'd kind of appreciate it a bit more, I think. Also, if it wasn't
1: like every day, if what they did was just make every Friday some sort of national holiday, and then basically every Friday night is a theme night wherever you go.
2: Exactly. Every two weeks, I think. That gives everyone enough time. And you can have every other Friday's theme. And instead of it being like every day of the year, you get like one every four years. <laughs> I think that's fair. And you can apply to your local council for your personal so day in, of choice and you get added to a waiting in list. In no
0: time, given the po- the population, uh, we will have centuries worth of waiting lists for days to be celebrated. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. And to get yourself on that waiting list, you'll have to make a real case for your day your your suffrage that is required penance penance through this national holiday celebrated every two weeks two two once every two weeks once per decade
1: oh you're going to have to pitch it properly because otherwise you'll get people coming in saying like just their own name and that's that's going to be the theme in like when mm. it gets on to the waiting list like in 20 years time you all have to dress up as me <laughs> <Exactly>. so <laughs> so you're going to have to quite you're going to have to have quite a strict uh policy for applications, otherwise right. you're just going to get
0: that. You're going to end up in this kind of weird, like post-apocalyptic landscape where every every other was it every other Friday is National Me Day, but no one knows who the Me is, so we all dress in drab grey clothes and try and look the same.
2: Yes, but there will have been an organ- it will have been organised and enforced <laughs> by, by the police. You know what? State. This is becoming worse by the <laughs> moment, actually. Fuck it. Everyone have your own days whenever you want them. I don't care.
0: Every other Friday is National Something Day, but every day is Police State Day. (laughs) (laughs) What world have I created?
2: What world is this? I don't want to be here anymore.
1: (laughs) Just enforced corn and cruciferous vegetables.
2: (laughs) It's all corn. It's all corn.
0: Thank you. I mean, there's just, there's not much there now. It's all, it's all gone.
2: Honestly, they've been the most solid bowel movements I've had in a while.
1: I don't th- they never lasted long enough for us to apply sauce. But I can imagine they'd be great with mustard.
0: Are there any f- f- sort of fad snacks that like, were just a big thing for you, like memorably a big thing for you for a very short period of time for any kind of reason? Apart, you know, I mean, obviously, Will's got corn. I understand that the man's basically crying and presumably really clogged up down below.
2: Honestly, they've been the most solid bowel movements I've had in a while. Like, but that's that's not something for the podcast. Like buckshot. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am clean.
0: I Shit. mean, I, I can I can give you um, Lucasaid Melanade. Lucasaid <gasps> Melanade existed, as far as I know, between 2012 and 2013. And uh-huh. it was sugary as hell, but it tasted just like real melon. Like, can- like like uh, what's the really sweet one? Is it cantaloupe or is it like honeydew? It tasted mm. like, oh, just this glorious honeydew melon stuff. And it was so full of sugar. I, I think I put on about four stone because I used to buy one every day just because I knew it was limited edition. And still, <laughs> if I'm in the supermarket and I walk past anything vaguely Lucozade shaped and green, my heart will genuinely skip like I've seen a loved one. More than when I see a loved one, I rarely see loved ones.
2: I'm glad to hear that the nicotine they put on that worked.
0: I, to be honest,
1: I've I actually had, I've had the exact same experience with just a different flavour of Lucasade.
0: Oh, wonderful. <laughs> not a sponsor.
1: I al- also had a period of about two years. Like it's not a limited edition. I just got over my addiction. Um, but the is it the tropical crush or caribbean crush or something?
0: Oh, forget about it, absolutely. The one that's
1: orange at the bottom and blue at the top, which is I think apart from maybe the limited edition one is just the one with the most sugar in it. Um yeah, there was there was a period of of a, a, at least a year where that was uh, far too accessible to me.
0: I think the only thing that this has really revealed is that we should probably have Lucozade investigated for narcotics. <laughs> Two out of three people suffer from Lucozade addiction.
2: Mine was diet Dr. Pepper. That was a real issue with me for a That's while. specific. It was, just a, it was like a fuel, like an addiction. I have to buy one every single day on the way home from school, high school, or sixth form, whichever one it was at the time. I've repressed the memory now.
0: It's just Dr. Pepper. I've
2: managed to wean myself <laughs> off it, though. Oh, that's going
1: back. Yeah. On the way home from school, Hazlet balls. That Hazlet Hazlitt Bulls.
2: Excuse me, sir. Whose balls? Hazlet
1: You know Hazlet. I know Hazlet. No. Nice guy. You no know, Hazlet. It's just it's just sausage meat. <laughs> oh yes. <Yeah. laughs>
2: My old classmate Hazlet, his balls. <laughs> really small. I also had fun with Hazlet Balls. He has an eye patch.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> fangs. <But yes. laughs>
1: on on the way home from school, there was a butcher's, it's really good butchers. Um I would love to plug that actually. Wintry and Butchers. It's a great Butchers. Um we we started off <laughs> getting like sausage rolls, pasties on the way home from school. And eventually we just got deeper and deeper into pork products. Uh that we ended up just getting the Hazlets. Um which is they just sold it as a like an apple. Just, just a ball of sausage meat. And...
2: Wait, not battered, no. not like some sort of Scotch no. egg. Just a solid a ball. Solid. Like the
1: world's biggest meatball. It's ball. a solid ball of sausage meat. Um, cooked, yeah, Resumably. cooked, um, <laughs> and
2: boiled in a bag.
1: Hopefully. I've no, I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Don't ask questions. But you but and then we just eat them like apples on the way home. Just just a just a ball of sausage meat.
2: Was it? Were they like greasy? Did you get them in like a bag or were they, they just? Weren't,
1: they weren't greasy. Were They on a skew? They greasy. Were you
2: get them on like a rod? Did you have like twelve on a stick?
1: No, no, no! Oh, you couldn't handle twelve. They, they were big, like we big juicy hazard balls. Like we started off, we'd go in there and ask for the smallest one because they're they're, like they're apple sized. They're like a they're like a (laughs) generous apple size. But yeah, by the end of year eleven, we were just getting a just getting a full big one each.
0: I, I actually genuinely oh expected this to be, like, when he said that, like, just without any context, I had no idea who Hazlitt or what his bowls were. So I assumed it was, like, uh, like jawbreakers.
2: I thought uh, they were, like, you know, this, the yeah, is the or, or something I like, thought they were going to be, yeah. like, some sort of sweet treat that you'd pick a bag up of on yeah, your then, way home.
0: Then we got an insight into Eric's just... weird Victorian childhood again.
1: <laughs> we, we'd stop off on the way home, we'd get a lump of pork, and then, and then climb up the chimney.
2: With your Granny Smith and your and your ball of meat, but yeah, your wheel of cheese that you split between four. The
1: the length of the walk home wasn't wasn't long enough, so we used to get them and then we'd sit on the curb uh, and eat them, watching the horse and
0: carts rattle by. (laughs)
2: This is in between your chimney sleeps
0: (laughs) (laughs) trying to avoid the plague. (laughs) Just occasionally having diarrhea because you did back then, that's what happened. Oh, it's just something that happened every oh, yeah. now and then. You'll, you'll get that, <laughs> that if you live greasy. on Hazlitt.
2: I'm laughing about them, but I now watch yeah, them. And they it's sound really
0: like good. delicious. No, it, really. It's
1: just good. a sausage bowl. They sound
2: greasy, and I don't know why.
1: They're not greasy. They're not greasy. Um, so, so they're not, they're not fried greasy. or deep fried anyway? No, clearly. I think they might be oven cooked. So they're not greasy. They weren't greasy. I think they're well based. Huh, oh, they're well seasoned. So this butcher's, um, they're, like, they're famous for their Lincolnshire sausages which is all about the spice the herbs and spices going into it and it's the exact same mix i think for the haslet balls so it's really it's just like a really tasty lincolnshire sausage but it's just a sausage in a but bowl
2: sands intestine
1: oh it's not it's not in a sausage skin it's yeah. it's just the meat it's
2: just a loose it's a loose in pram. It well it's sense. it's
1: quite compact it's i think they get them i think they properly like so it's smush like, it.
0: It's like a Scotch egg if you didn't have the breadcrumb nor the egg,
1: or the or the air gap,
0: <laughs> or the yeah. air gap.
2: Now imagine you've got a you Scotch just, egg. Imagine you've got a Scotch now egg. Replace <laughs> the egg with no the meat. No more egg. Now put the meat around the meat. Now replace the breadcrumbs <laughs> with meat, and now you've got. So you've had he, a you've had bowl. a Scotch,
0: yes. And that's yeah. That sounds fascinating. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: It sounds sounds incredible. I imagine they're good with sauce for some reason. Uh, Like if you imagine, imagine your spaghetti and meatballs, but you just had ten of those. Oh god, I think
1: you'd still have spaghetti and meatballs. I don't. They never lasted long enough for us to apply sauce. But I can imagine they'd be great with mustard.
2: Rip the head off and then break the shell in between the legs and appeal to your pleasure.
0: I rarely see loved ones anyway
2: what was eric's topic eric had a topic i did
0: yeah that was the one i thought i thought was yours and that I got you got angry. angry about i got unnecessarily angry
2: why
1: was why it <laughs> so, anger why was anger the first well, yeah thought? why is that anger for will coming up with that but not me why why is it okay for me to up um, with that
0: i think because i'd spent so much time listening to the last podcast we did and because of that, I'd kind of I've gotten used to listening to Will saying the most outspoken, insane things, and I kind of had this this defense up. And as I read it, as I read the topic, I thought to myself, "What's about to happen? Oh, he's going to ruin a nursery right now. Yeah, no. yeah, wh- yeah. No. <laughs> what parts of my childhood does he want to retroactively destroy? Um.
2: <laughs> I like to think that it's. It's less destruction and more insight into the inner workings of a, a flawed individual.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but it just it just so happens that you know, uh, as collateral, my childhood memories take a hit. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't need those anyway. It's okay.
1: No,
2: unimportant. Yeah.
1: Your life isn't
2: based on those.
1: That's well, fine. you'll you'll be relieved to know, Finn, that I I put it in because I have a, a supporting argument for the nursery rhyme. Because go go ahead. It's the first time because I mean all nursery rhymes end up being some some sort of cautionary tale, and I have now, through real life experience, realised that I, I did, I made the same mistakes as that uh, that lady that swallowed the fly. In that, uh, I, how did it start? I was I was hungry. It started this basically is it's again it is it's quite literal. It's me putting things in my mouth. Uh, I was hungry, so I ate far too much chicken. And then I didn't feel too well because I'd eaten far too much chicken, so I laid down for a while. And then I was really sleepy because I'd been laying down for a while all full of chicken, so I thought, oh, I've got the podcast to do tonight, so i better have a coffee or something. But um, the coffee, like it was already made in the pot, so there was like a triple espresso shot just ready to go. But I was like, well, I'm not going to leave it till tomorrow. I'll just drink that now. But like, that's that's three espresso shots, That's and it's like six o'clock. I can't be... I need to just level that with something, so I put some rum in it, and then and then I drank that, and then and then I wasn't feeling too sprightly after that because it was oof, your levels are all over the place. So I thought, okay, I'll have a Rennie, uh, and then my <laughs> mouth was all citrusy as well as as well as rum and coffee, which wasn't nice at all. Uh, so I brushed my teeth, but then oh, oh, now what do I do? I've brushed my teeth. I can't. I can't now further this process of of eating and drinking things to to try and level myself out, so that I had to drink loads of water, to to get rid of the the minty taste. So now, uh, I'm I'm all full of water sloshing about. Like I want to. If I tilt when I walk, I can feel <laughs> like I'm basically ballasting myself now. <laughs> So, so you're, you feel like
2: the woman who swallowed the fly because you were the man who ate the chicken, who then had to have the coffee with the rum, who either had, had the the Rennie who brushed his teeth to then do the podcast. Beautiful, a thing of beauty. Yeah, yeah, be- I just your it just is getting worse, is full of so many chemicals. Yeah, it right yes, man,
1: it feels horrible. <laughs> it feels really horrible.
2: <laughs> no wonder. Your body's just a chemical warfare with one another. Something. Half of you's trying to be acid, half of you's trying to be alkali. Part of you's trying to get you going, part of you's trying to slow <laughs> you down. The only thing you're missing is a bit of, <laughs> is a cold shower and feeling I, horny. I, I say, and you've got every emotion I, 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 in one. I, I, I
0: think you've just described equilibrium. Have you ever <laughs> felt more peaceful, Eric?
1: <laughs> I, I <laughs> know. I tell you what I'm drinking right now is like the left, like the very, very bottom. Of the uh, the 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 espresso like thing like like the, like the gunge that gets oh, in the bottom mm, of the that. grain yeah the grain I put that in the cup with some ice and rum so it's basically like a coffee what would you call it a cocktail that's what you call them isn't it <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm honest I feel all right I also had to take my trousers
0: off because they weren't helping
1: I'm suddenly less comfortable. <laughs> well that's that's why I've got the gown on you see
0: me in a bath. To make me feel more <laughs> Me naked in a bath on a stage is fine, but you <laughs> sat there looking at us with your trousers <laughs> off. No.
1: <laughs> it's it's
2: the fact that I know that he has no clothes, but I can't see that he has I've no clothes. I've got the gown on. It's the facade uh, I can't deal with. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> so you're not, you're not comfortable with... Is it is it the initial lie? The, it's always like the lie of omission. Was it because you never knew, but now yeah, you're you finding just... out? But you just assume when you can see someone's top off, they have
1: probably got trousers on. But
2: he's been just you know loose this whole time, and I'm less comfortable. No would rather that I was restricted. He's less constrained than I. <laughs> exactly.
0: Gather them up, Eric. Gather them up like apples.
1: <laughs> what well, I mean? How is this different to if I was wearing just very loose underwear?
2: Well, it's it's not, but I, I it's the fact that it's. I feel like uh, if if we were all in the same situation, it would be you know. I feel like we could all be on the same wavelength. It'd be like we're in a sauna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First episode's from the bar. Second episode from the sauna. <laughs> Everyone sat around. In Everyone's your a towels. bit loose.
0: <laughs> Just a bit sweaty. Yeah,
2: I could I could get behind that. Take your trousers off.
1: <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. We were all trouserless all the long. <laughs> I didn't get that memo. What's this other chat you keep having? It's part of the new structure.
2: Are you Will. Planning things and taking it's your trousers structure.
0: off. And the way you start lack structure. of pants.
2: The first part, first point on the bullet board. Ever oh, right? The first way that we're going to really impart structure into this. Less yeah. clothing. <laughs> Easiest way. We'll be freer, but then we'll be more open to
1: structure.
0: That's a forehead only a mother could love.
1: It feels horrible. It feels really horrible.
0: Uh, have you ever come across um the, the fantastic literary experience Rebecca will?
2: You think her too highly of me, sir. You see, I don't think I do. So
0: <laughs> Eric, if you wouldn't mind doing the honours, we've Bless. Eric has actually pre- prepared this for you, so I'll let him talk you through it rather than rather than steal his his um, no-trousered thunder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um... so Carry on, no-trousered thunder. <laughs> as part of the new structure, and on all these segments we're doing, uh, all, all one of them that we've done so far, the second one that we'll do so far is, I think, titled
0: A Geordie Reads. That's right. It's time for A Geordie Reads.
2: <laughs> what you've not anticipated with this segment is that I have the reading edge. Of a five-year-old. Oh, we
0: anticipated this. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. Stop assuming things of us. Well, we know you. <laughs> oh, that's, that's
2: good. I'm glad. As yeah, no. I, I once babysat for some kids, and they asked me to stop reading them a bedtime story because uh, it
0: was too poor. They, they took so, over, and then within minutes, you were asleep.
2: Oh yeah, no. Essentially, I was. They were like, right. I really want this story tonight, but you're butchering it, so I'll read it to myself, thank you. <laughs> Excellent, I'll go downstairs and watch television. Anyways, where's this thing I'm supposed to read for you? Amusement? It's in the,
1: uh, in the Discord. Oh, you've already got...
2: What the fuck <laughs> is this? <here? laughs> you... do, do I... Is, it, is like a like a Geordie accent required, or, oh, or is yes. it just me
1: reading uh, like it? You can like read a... it in your own Geordie accent or more Geordie.
0: Yeah, so yeah, like like I said, you are the baseline. You're the baseline, Geordie. I
1: d I don't really have a Geordie. i are talking accent. with one right now, Will.
0: But it's but it's not
2: though. There's the occasional word like kook and book that come out quite uh, Geordie. But that's other a, than uh, that, it's mostly just a nasally <laughs> destruction of the English language. A, you
0: don't sound like either of us, so that's good enough for us. So.
2: What's the <clears throat> what's the Geordie phrase? It's three thirty three in the Big Brother House. <laughs> we came to Mandalay in early May, arriving, so Maxim said With the first swallows and the bluebells, it would be the best moment before the full flush of summer, and in the valleys and azaleas would be pro-pro-oh, fuck me. Pro-prodigal? The prodigal? The fuck is that word? I hate you both. Fuck it. The prodigal-prodigal? Prodigal of scent. Ah, bollocks. And the blood-red Rodanias in bloom. Why did you use so many long words in this bloody description of spring? We motored. We motored? <laughs> Who wrote this? Eric, did you write no. this? What is this? I didn't write this. Chaos. Stephanie
1: wrote, wrote it. It's a book. Sorry, it's a book. It's a book. It's, it's a, a book.
2: book. That's... What is that line? Okay, right. Do, where was I up to? Sorry. We motored. I'll just uh, from the from the beginning from the top. It's it's only a hundred words, but I'm butchering it already. We came early in Mandalay. We came to Mandaly early. Fuck me. This is why the reading age is five. We came to Mandley in early May, arriving so Maxim said with the first swallows and the bluebells. It would be the best moment before the full flush of summer, and in the valleys and azaleas would be the prodigal scent of the red. Of the blood-red Rodanias in bloom. We motored. I remember, leaving London in the morning in a heavy shower of rain. Coming to Manderley at about five o'clock. In time for tea, I can see myself now unsustainably dressed. What? Unsuitably dressed as usual. (laughs) Unsustainably dressed. Unsuitably dressed as usual. Although a bride of seven weeks in a tan-coloured stock stockinade stockinette stockinette frock a small fur known as a stone marten round my neck and overall a shapeless macintosh far too big for me and dragging at my ankles it was i thought a gesture to the weather and the length added inches to my height i clutched a pair of gauntlet gloves in my hands and carried a large leather handbag fuck well, me
0: Jordan. I hate that reading was all stuff right. that was that was fantastic you got into it towards the end there was some passion there ah I right, chaos you... uh, chaos I've got I've got one more for you if you wouldn't mind
2: I can read it Poorly. That's, 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 yeah but I I... I I may have to read ahead so that I can at least do this Wow that is quite the poem you've written <laughs> <That's> that. <much laughs> I, I can take credit. <laughs> Who's, what song is this and how would you it's, like I, I, it read? I'd like
0: you to read it how you think it should be read. And it's uh, Monty Python. It's it's yeah. Monty Python. Ideally with a Geordie accent, obviously.
2: Does it have to be in whatever butchery of the Geordie accent that we oh, yes. choose? <laughs> sit on my face and tell me that you love me. I'll sit on your face and tell you that I love you too. I love to hear you lies when I'm between your thighs. You blow me away, sit on my face and let my lips embrace you. I'll sit on your face and then I'll love you truly. Life can be fine if we both 69, if we sit on our faces in all sorts of places and party till we're blown away.
0: <laughs> That's like a Waitrose advert.
2: Um, I've danced, I've performed as the monkey <laughs> shall, and now I shall guess more of now.
0: You sat there looking at us with your trousers off.
1: If anything, it's seasoning.
2: And I'd like to suggest to round out everything are hangover beverages of choice, and that's purely because it was Finn's suggestion. And I want to know what his is first. Now, after the previous conversation, though, I'm almost certain that it is melonade.
0: Oh well, if only. As I said, it was discontinued, and it occupies just a huge place in my heart. But no, um, alas, I cannot. My my stores have run dry. I have three. I have three layers of hangover beverage, of preferred hangover, depending on how bad the hangover is.
2: Okay, is it always beverage, or is it just? Is this more of a cure think sort of I would say thing? cures.
0: Mine are all beverages because the day after, I'm I'm terrible at wanting to eat anything. First one, still Ribena. Just just. Just your classic ribena.
2: Oh, okay. I thought you meant just neat, just, like just shots concentrated on the rocks sort of thing. Concentrated
0: ribena sauce. Absolutely. Just get that down, yeah. Pure,
2: <laughs> pure ribena concentrate <laughs> yeah. on the rocks, and you sip it like a fine whiskey in your <laughs> it's arm. It's of your hangover
0: <laughs> and your kidneys all in one. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, no, I, I actually remember back in maybe second year of university, and I was so hungover, but I hadn't woken up yet. My body was keeping me asleep in like a kind of like when you, you go into a, a, a an enforced coma just to stop any more damage being done. Like, my body didn't want me to wake up. It wanted me to stay exactly where I was. But I had this dream that me and my friends were completing these abstract crystal maze-style challenges. And the prize at the end, after solving each one, was like a tiny shot glass of the crispest, coolest Ribena. <laughs> and in the end, it was incredible, because we went into, like, the, the big ticket booth thing that they have, but instead of tickets in the booth, it was just Ribena sprinkling down from the sky and I was happy and then I woke up and I was just dry and it was the worst. (laughs) Dreamed of moistness, of sticky moistness. Yeah, uh, I I woke up like that scene. uh,
2: I can't think of many things worse than a a shower of Ribena, if I'm honest. Well, actually, that's a lie. War, famine,
0: (laughs) disease. Being dry.
2: Sticky Ribena raining down upon me. I can only imagine the state. It was, it being was, after it was well.
0: dream Ribena. It was dreamer. It was it was whatever I wanted it to be at the time. It was fantastic. But yeah, I, I remember waking up and it was like that scene where, where Gandalf the White wakes up and he goes, <gasps> and uh, yeah, it was it was just atrocious. <laughs> Do
2: you ever find that warm Ribena works? Because that's my like, um, if I'm ill, I, all I eat is dry toast. And warm Ribena.
0: I've, I've experienced warm Ribena. It's quite nice. I don't know why when you're ill with a scratchy throat, throat you'd like to add dry toast to that mix.
2: Or It's always dry toast. Dry toast, warm Ribena is the thing that just sorts me out. That's when I'm a very
0: drunk. early noughties ensemble you've got going on there.
2: <laughs> I feel like it's more the Victorian cure plus the addendum of the That would be Ribena. meatballs
0: and diarrhoea. That'll sort you right out. Meatballs
1: and Diarrhea. Both, both great album titles for an early noughties indie band.
2: <laughs> meatballs and Diarrhea. And dry Toast
1: and Warm Ribena. <laughs> It'd be Dry Toast and Warm Ribena as their, uh, their first album, and then it would be Meatballs and Diarrhea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but anyway, so that, that's the first tier. Um, second tier is when uh, things really aren't going well, and I'm I'm damn near death's door when I wake up, um, and that's iron brew. <laughs> mm. I do enjoy, and I I, I mean, yeah, no, no none of your diet stuff. I understand it's got its place, but the sugary are the better. Um, and yeah, a, a really nice oh, a nice delicious iron brew, and I could quaff that until I died. It would be incredible. Um, and then finally, oh. and again, this is this is harking back to to second year when I apparently did most of my drinking. Um, there was one hangover I had where it was so awful that um, I just slept until 5pm, all the way through, from about 4am till 5pm. Um, and then as a cure, we went to Spoons. And I didn't think this would help, but it did. I had a can of the, the aggressively refreshing San Pellegrino lemon. Oh, and yes. It was like getting punched in the face by a citrus man. Ah <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um so yeah, those are the three levels and that's that, that's what I was thinking. when I put that just just my mm. my experiences, my misadventures in the crystal maze of Rybina um in waking up a Gandalf jerky.
1: That sounds like you've got quite a good Ooh. system locked in. Like you've you've it's, had your trial and error period and you've could... found the answer.
0: I think so. I think so. I mean I, I still suffer with those hangovers, but um these beverages they help
2: find drowning yourself in water before you go to bed the night before is the best cure for that. Oh, hangover. absolutely. Yeah. But that's really relying on drunk you to assess the situation accurately and effectively which is never a good...
1: I think I've managed that like... once or twice in my life.
2: Mm. Exactly. This is the problem. that drunk, The drunk version of you at that moment can only think of one thing. That is just bed. bed. And fried mm. foods.
0: There's a balance to be struck as well because if Drunk Q is too into that idea of water, you'll go to bed with too much ballast and and you'll be sloshing. You'll be sloshing. I don't
2: know. Hangover cures. What was my hangover cure? LucasAid? LucasAid, like the Mm. base one.
1: I still go for that for, like, if I'm ill or hungover. Just. Yeah. Just as any sort of. Yeah. Just a cure for anything that. Just. Original Lucozade.
2: Mm. Original Lucasade's always the one that works for me when I'm, like, mm. dying. It, like, it, after a hangover. I just feel like it's it's all the things that my body wants. Yeah.
1: Hangover, ill, or, like, sleep-deprived, or I've got a really long drive to do, or something like that, and I just need to be awake, then forget <laughs> coffee. Original Lucasade all the way. You just I need mean- that sugar.
2: I find that to get through the drive... Uh, uh, my problem is I'm trying to get through a really long drive and I go for like a drink. I find that I need a wee. So my my solution to that is to make the car as cold as possible. Because if you're cold, you don't sleep.
1: Oh, I thought you were saying that if you're cold, you oh, don't that's, wee. That's right. <laughs> desperately trying to retain
2: no!
0: warmth.
1: <laughs> I still drink loads of coffee and Aid, but if I'm freezing cold, there's no way I'm I'm... Taking my trousers off to do a wee. Oh yes,
2: the idea is that I bring my uh, centrally my bladder down to freezing temperatures, at which point all of the liquid can't actually go out of me anymore, and it's the perfect solution. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't drink stuff, because otherwise I basically dehydrate myself to the point of uh, I should probably drink something, and then make the car freezing cold, and then drive, and then I can basically drive for as long as is required to get to the destination. I'm not saying it's a healthy option and I don't suggest it to anyone. However, you will get there in one drive and you won't You, tell, fall asleep. you sound
0: like a, a man who's been enslaved to that need to pee before. You know when you go into bed, so you, you, you have a pee, yeah. you clean your teeth, um, pr- preferably wash hands in between, but you know, I'm not the boss of you, you do what you want. Um, mm-hmm. Then you, you go upstairs, you lie down you think, I should go to, to the toilet before I go to sleep, but I know I've just been... But that that's not enough for you that's not enough for you and your need to pee so then you go <laughs> squirt out the tiniest bit and you think that was worth it and then go to bed <laughs> you strike me as the kind of man that does that every time he gets in the car
2: no i do that every time i have to test to take <laughs> but uh, it's the the nerves get to me but no it's the yeah it's the one trip that i had to edinburgh when i was uh, with the whole school and you had we were dying for a week on the way back and I was like, please stop, please stop, please stop. And eventually I was like, Right, I'm gonna be pissing in in a bottle if you don't let me off this bus, basically. And I still had to pee in a bottle, which was poor, poor in that point <laughs> in my life. And then eventually they let us they pulled over the bus when they realised this was happening. And then um they let me out and I basically stood on the edge of a of a slope to like try and get down to the bottom and, and I just slid down straight onto my arse. And I had to pee at the very bottom of the slope in a very sad state. And then I had to clamber back up this slope with a smudged, muddy arse <laughs> and the saddest look on my face after going to Edinburgh Zoo and then come back. And I'm not going to lie to you, Edinburgh Zoo's been tainted for me <laughs> ever since. Like
0: this, this image of you sliding down this slope whilst uncontrollably pissing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thankfully, I hadn't started pissing at that point. Otherwise, that would have been a pure How disaster. you
1: also pissed in a bottle? As well as at the bottom of the slope,
2: I ain't gonna lie to you. I may be confounding two memories together, but I do remember two separate trips. I do these both happened on trips to Edinburgh Zoo. I feel like, so it may just be Edinburgh Zoo. One ended pissing in the bottle, another ended pissing it down a slope. Either way, poor poor memories of Edinburgh Zoo. That long of a drive and driving, and now I I dehydrate myself. This podcast is definitely cheaper than no. it? a <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we now know that, um, from what I can remember, Will's hangover cure is pissing himself on a bus. Um, <laughs> what? What did you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Original Luke is Original Luke is And the same for you, wasn't? Yeah. For both of you. I
1: well, think. as as you might have guessed, my my hangover cure is is another uh, lady that swallowed the fly situation. If if I if I feel at all off, I'll just continuously just put new things in to <laughs> to try and balance myself out. Uh, and is
0: this is this the real reason why you live with a vet? Just in case something happens and she needs to take you somewhere and get you pumped.
1: I basically spend any time I'm thrown off kilter, I will then just fluctuate about uh, about my equilibrium point wildly. For the for the next day, for from just taking extreme measures to to try and to try and right myself, when when really I should probably just have a glass of water and lie down and that'd be fine. <laughs> but no, let's. I think if I had, um, so obviously you don't always have access to everything when you're hungover because if you're hungover you probably don't want to go anywhere or go to the shops or anything unless you absolutely have to. But let's say I had some sort of um, servant that that would just run off to the Tesco metro. Um I think I'd start with barocca get mm. just down that pint of that pint of barocca while it's still fizzing. Just can't wait just get it in. Yeah. Now that would be a lot of water sloshing around already. That's a that's a big ballast.
2: I prefer it when you do a barocca to do as little water as possible. You know, like a barocca shot. I go I go half glass of water. Oh.
1: Pure you orange concentrate. But you need the water in here. You. You're dehydrated. You need to get all that water in.
0: I'm assuming water's about to go to an, for a drive or something. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is when I haven't eaten a cruciferous <laughs> vegetable for a while and I feel like my body's lacking Snorting good vitamins. Snorting Barocca powder. So I pop the old... <laughs> and I just line up the old Barocca. And just... <laughs> oh, the vitamins. <laughs> Sorry, as you were saying earlier. Okay.
1: So, so immediately after that, before there's no waiting to see if that's taken effect, if that's made me feel better then it's to strong coffee to to get you get you woken up that is a it's it, i mean strong coffee is just not good for you it's a diuretic it's, it's not good for your stomach at all and if you're hungover especially if it's a beer hangover a beer oh you're straight in the toilet after that <laughs> mm. and then you're feeling really mm. grim so then you've got to settle all that down by just eating loads of uh, eggs
2: interesting choice interesting pivot
1: you make just, yourself just cracking uh, them on the side of the bathroom.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you you make yourself a, a huge amount of eggs, preferably uh, plain scrambled with a bit of toast if you want, or you can just just gobble it out of the pan. Oh. Uh, that that that'll feel quite heavy, and uh, and you'll want to wash that down with some more Barocca. Um You'll now be you'll be pissing orange quite a bit now as well.
2: This this wait is this is this two tablets? This now, is the second one?
0: one after the eggs. Oh my goodness! Um, I bet, I bet you are shitting all day with this. Yeah, and
1: that, and that second <laughs> shit is gonna make you feel really bad. So you're gonna have to hop in the shower after that.
0: Fuck
2: me! How explosive is that? Oh, it's that shower. Oh, it's not that required. it's required.
1: It's just that you you feel, you just you feel oh, like you, f- you just want a shower now. I'm not. I'm not saying no, okay. it's required the, for you to be clean. The energy because of that.
0: The, just the energy transfer, <laughs> and voiding your own weight. You just have to slop into the shower and lay there in the warm. <laughs> it's
1: it's not it's not to to clean yourself. It's more it's more of an emotional shower. <laughs> following, following that, uh, and then and then it's back to coffee, and the, the cycle starts all over again, and that's the rest of the day gone. Yeah. Eventually, eventually it gets dark, and you you lay down and go to bed, and sleep cures you. But it's a terrible day.
0: I think you're
2: supposed to remove the poop chute as well. Dragging at my ankles. Just got that out of the pan. Eric, I really want to listen to
1: this sound bite. What sound bite? Oh. Shall, shall we?
0: Shall we do the we do? sound bite as, as
1: the last segment? One the final. final segment. Yeah. Go on then. So, so this segment. Is called celebrity sounds. I've recorded, well, I've not recorded in person. I didn't follow people round with microphones. I've, uh, I've taken snippets uh, out of um, out of some things of celebrities making guttural noises, <laughs> and uh, you have to identify the the source of these guttural noises. So, if you'd like to play celebrity sound, one. <laughs>
0: That was horrendous. <laughs> it sounds like... Oh, it sounds like you just swallowed Barocca and then down <laughs> some Pepsi. I'm
2: not going to lie. That is a horrible sound. <laughs> and it, it sounds like a Murloc drowning. And I don't know who, which celebrity gave you that sound, but it is, it is pure
0: awful. Are we allowed some, some clues here? Or... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, these all of these sounds are taken from uh, sitcoms uh, that I have uh, a copy of. So it's the, these are the things that I I watch when I'm away at work.
2: Okay, right. Okay. This this has to be. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It is. There's there's no other way that this Very is. Very good. This is no well other show.
0: done.
1: I mean, that... from that, can you guess which character?
2: Um, the if from the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's either going to be Charlie or Danny DeVito.
1: It is Danny DeVito. It's Danny DeVito gargling beer.
2: Excellent. Oh, that's
0: a, a spectacular guess, Will. <laughs> it's very well done. I... It's
2: less of a guess based on the sound and more of a guess based on Eric.
1: <laughs> this is also another, I mean, a little bit of a clue as well. I didn't find any of these uh, by sort of just watching through willy-nilly these are shows that i know so well that i think there's a guttural sound that i should put in and i go exactly to that episode and scene <laughs> and put it in that uh, is
2: incredible that you know that like an <laughs> encyclopedia of awful noise it's
0: like a library of guttural sounds in your head <laughs> and the vague timestamp.
2: i look forward to the next cut that you do of the podcast eric which Cut in between with horrible sounds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, instead of instead of the, instead
0: the, of the
1: <laughs> this elevator music, it's just it's just guttural noises. <laughs> okay, are we ready Beautiful. for sound celebrity sound number two?
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Celebrity sound.
2: <laughs> Was that it? The the, the short sneeze?
0: Yep. <laughs> the short sneeze. I'm racking my brains. I I strangely recognize it.
1: You you I mean you... I know that Finn at least has watched this program and will have heard that sound.
0: No, oh, the pressure's on, man. role's <laughs> already been represented.
1: Uh, what do you think is is happening there?
0: It sounds like a a man is violently sneezing. It's, it's not nice. a sneeze, but it is okay. violent. Okay. Okay, that narrows it down. Okay, and it's uh it's got Is
2: it Billy Connolly?
1: It's not Billy Connolly. Fair, fair game. It's got, it's, got it's, it's, it's got a laugh track, and it's not close. <laughs> it it does it does have a laugh track, and until you start trying to record celebrities doing guttural sounds, you start to really hate laugh tracks.
0: This I I, I this this
1: is difficult. <laughs> I really didn't expect it to be easy, to be honest.
2: <laughs> right. Well, this person's clearly Scottish.
0: Nope. No. It's, it's definitely a British comedy, obviously. Is it Black Books? It's not Black Book, but similar
1: time. Similar time. I, I'm pretty sure.
0: Ooh. Maybe
1: slightly, slightly later. Maybe.
0: Green Wing.
1: No, but good one. I think I'll just, I'll just come out and tell you. It's yeah, Steve Coogan, putting his foot on a spike.
0: <laughs> Put on a <the> spike. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good time.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to pull my foot off. You pull your foot off. <laughs> oh, <what>? Celebrity sound. <laughs> what? what is
2: this? How how do you expect us to guess this?
0: This this is Black Books. This is Black Books. This is is the episode where he's like snivelling on the floor and he looks up and sees <laughs> Bill Bailey. Is that
1: it's. I almost picked that scene because that is a good one um, of of his sounds. Uh, uh, but this is another one of him sort of um, not quite snivelling, but um, uh, regaining consciousness and sees Bill Bailey. Because <laughs> <laughs> that. Ha- <laughs> that, I'm pretty sure that happens several times throughout Black Books. <laughs> is uh, Dylan Moran waking up to see Bill Bailey. This is in the first episode when uh, he gets beaten up by skinheads so that he can get out of doing his taxes. Mm-hmm. And and Bill Bailey wakes him up, appearing as Jesus.
0: After swallowing the Little Book of Calm. Yes, yes. after
1: swallowing uh, the Little Book of Calm. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity sound. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, It it feels like it's something from either it feels like another Steve Coogan thing or it's Blackadder.
0: I've not
1: done any repeats. It's not Steve Coogan. And and it's not Blackadder. But I will give you a clue in that it is another Graham Linehan. It's not Graham Linehan making the sound, but it's another one of Graham Linehan's TV shows. It's
0: Father Ted?
1: It is Father Ted. Right, okay. And (laughs) it is Frank Kelly as Father Jack. So, searching for drink. <laughs> Celebrity sound. Uh,
0: uh, yeah. uh. Oh! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it
2: feels like a transitionary piece from like one segment to another of, of a TV show. It doesn't feel like an actual thing from the middle of an episode. Uh,
1: it is from the credits of a of a of an episode. Is it from Spaced? It's not from Space, but I can see why you thought that. That
2: ah. Uh... I have, I have zero ideas, Harry.
1: <laughs> to be honest, I think this this whole segment was very much more for Finn with his uh, <laughs> deep knowledge of British sitcoms. <laughs> Excellent.
2: I'm glad. I'm glad that I I fully understood Danny DeVito. That's true. You
1: got you got the you I, got one right at the top. I,
2: I peaked early, and from that point
0: onwards,
1: you did go straight for for uh, Always Sunny there, which was impressive.
0: I I'm struggling to identify this one. Is it it's not anyone's upset, it's not it doesn't sound like it's creepy. It's
1: green. it's not one you've mentioned um, before, no.
0: You might have to tell me this one.
1: This is Peep Show.
0: Oh it's, this it's strange. This how, is Jez, um, This is Jez's track. Of course it it's so how recognizable Ah, uh, okay, I'm kind of kicking myself there. <laughs> that one.
1: That's that's Robert Webb as as Jez.
0: Ah, oh, yeah, I Right, okay, okay, come on. It was, okay, there two left? Are you ready?
1: Probably? Uh, there's three left. Three, okay. Right. Celebrity sound.
0: Ow! That was spaced. That was spaced. That was Brian pricking his finger. Yes! <laughs> exactly. Very well done. Incredible.
2: I have no idea what any of these shows are.
0: <laughs> oh man, if you, if you ever have to take like a month off work, and you're mm. bedridden for any reason, my goodness, oh, yeah. you could have just like
1: next yeah, next time you have a heavy cold, yeah, we're giving you a watch list.
0: <laughs>
2: this is just chaos, go on the okay. final walk. next next okay, one.
1: celebrity sound
2: <laughs> I assume that's someone having sex, correct from what yeah not I'm, not, I'm
1: not I'm not sure about that one, I'm not hundred percent sure if. Either of you have watched this, actually. It's much more recent than any of the others.
2: <laughs> British? American? It's British. British.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's very recent.
2: You've taken a segment of two people having sex.
1: Oh, there's only one person really making much noise in there, <laughs> and that's the uh, the tutter.
0: Yes, there's a, there is a tutter. <laughs> it's definitely a, someone tutting having sex. Have you watched any any recent British comedies, Will? But...
2: No, I haven't. And quite I haven't watched... Uh, many people having sex
0: recently. Either. See, I have, but not it wasn't funny and it wasn't British. It was harrowing and <laughs> Colombian. <laughs> Those are my two search filters. I want it to be Colombian and I want it to be harrowing. T- tell, no, us, I'll, tell us, tell us, Eric. I'll
1: goes. give you this one because yeah, I don't think either of you have watched it. It's um, Jamie Demetrio um, in Stuff Let's Flats.
0: I've not seen it, but I've heard good yes. things. I've yeah,
1: I would recommend. Never
2: heard nor seen of this.
1: It's very good, very very good. It's uh, a very very Greek letting agent. It's, I mean, it's the same sort of humor that we get from the very Italian men I know. It's well, it's it's like just people being yeah. very European.
2: <laughs> the final one. Final
1: one. Celebrity sound.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Again, is this a man? Is this a is this a man and a cow in an awkward situation?
1: There's no cow involved.
2: What was that?
1: Red dwarf? No.
0: How is there no cow involved?
1: <laughs> there are no cows present.
0: I recognise the. Oh. oh, wait! Is that a, is
2: that some sort of vibrator as opposed to a cow? It's it's
1: something vibrating. Yeah, it's not a cow. Is it a phone? Yes. Oh. You're getting closer. IT crowd. Yes. Yes. Matt Berry with the phone on vibrate. Computer man, fix my pants. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I I felt a little bit cheap putting that one in because of of all the sounds Matt Berry's made. That's not even one of his best. He's he's if I if I went thoroughly into his back catalogue of noises, there's there's got to be more. At least ones that are easier to cut around the laugh track.
0: Just take take a tiny section of father. Oh,
1: that would have been too easy, especially for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I do enjoy him far too mm. much, especially when he's being <laughs> Colombian and harrowing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the two things that are necessary. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> <laughs> to your to your pleasure.
1: Finn's three favourite things: Matt Berry and harrowing Colombian
2: harrowing. films. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> harrowing Colombian sexual films.
0: Every day is Police State Day. C. Joy Bell once said, Ends are not bad things. I couldn't agree more. From myself, Eric and Will, piss off. We came to
2: Mandalay in early May, arriving so Maxim said, with the first swallows and the bluebells, it would be the best moment before the full flush of summer and in the valleys and azaleas would be prod... prod Oh, fuck me. Pro... prodigal? for the prodigal the fuck is that word I hate you Bo